Oh, hello there, and welcome to Good Talks. My name is Mark Little. And I'm Marie Mudadaya. And this episode is brought to you by the wonderful people, the fabulous people, the fantastic folks, our fabulous friends at Bean Chata. When Whore Chata just want to, Bean Chata is a drink for you. And guess what? It's fully endorsed by Justin Bieber. Oh my yeah, gosh. I know. I know it. I know. The Biebs himself. Yeah. That's crazy. I know. It is crazy. That's awesome. It is crazy and it's awesome. And that's just part of the world we live in here today. Yeah. And it's a it's a really a beautiful, um, integral part. I will say that much. Uh-huh. Yeah. All right. Cool. Or what? You prefer integral? Yes. Hmm. Well. It's like pecan versus pecan. Well. Pecan. What do you, how do you say it? Uh, pecan. Pecan pie or pecan pie? Pecan. I say pecan too. Pecan. How about, how about crayon? I say crayon. I don't say crane or or crayon. Huh? Crayon. C R A N. Oh no. I say crayon. Yeah, I say crayon too. But I do say garage instead of garage. Oh, you say garage? Mm-hmm. Like G R A G E? Yeah. It's the garage. Uh, yeah, but I really don't care. Do you say garage or garage? Garage. I say garage. You know, speaking in terms of phonemes and speech sounds uh-huh that is supposed to be garage like the french mm-hmm. uh, je, je. but je the ne americans sais pas. have turned it into what is actually a different phoneme which is the j oh those are two different phonemes in the international phonetic alphabet oh wow is je a is a je. garage a french word um good question i don't know but it's much like garbage mm, very similar very, very similar. <laughs> a, a garage, a place for mainly discarded things and also cars. And a garbage. Also a, discarded things. 100% discarded things. And cars. And cars, if uh, they are small enough. Mm-hmm. Or if the garbage is large enough. That's true. Wow. Important stuff. Important stuff. Fun facts. <clears throat> Fun facts indeed. Fun fact Wednesday, we should say. Fun recording fact. Yeah. On a Wednesday. That is Fun. And factual. And it's not typical. No, it is not typical. This is, We have broken outside of our normal schedule Whoa. to keep on pace with yes. our production. Anyhow, I know today you wanted to talk a little bit. We want to talk a little bit about uh, a new exciting project that you've been alluding to, but, but have not fully disclosed yet. I know. Is that right? Is today the day of disclosure? I think so. That's right. Yeah, I'm still nervous to say it. Um, well, say it. Don't spray it. Okay, sure. But I, I just, yeah, I'm working on a little something for the Say Thanks More movement. Mm-hmm. Um, and I guess I should just come out and say what that is. But I'm making journals mm-hmm. to sell. Nice. Um, to just to encourage people to be. Uh, documenting their daily gratitudes yeah and not i think what's interesting about it is when you start documenting them they start to get you start to be more thoughtful about them Mm -hmm. so it's kind of fun because i won't say too too much but um because you know you gotta get one but uh i just like the way that i'm setting it up in terms of giving opportunities to think a little bit deeper or dig a little deeper, I should say. Um, sure. But also to give you opportunities to just, you know, quit, 
jot down 10. Sure. Uh, yeah. So that's, it's exciting. I, I've been working on it since when, since we were in the Hoya. Yeah, I know. You've been putting a lot of, a lot of effort into it and you've been, you've been freaking stoked about it. I'm so stoked about it. I've gone gone through a lot of uh, iterations. It's cool. uh Uh-huh. I know. It's, it's really fun because every time I've made one, like I've done, gosh, I think I've done six. I did five or six that I like drew out and sketched. Mm-hmm. And then once I started putting them on the computer program, um, which uh, shout out to Adobe, I'm using InDesign. Thanks to Mark. Oh, yeah. There we go. You told me about it. Uh, but it's just a fun process because when you are creating something, you do, you know, I did so many hard copies, let's say, or r- hard rough drafts. Yeah. Then I went into InDesign and I started laying them out on there and trying. And first things first, when you have to learn a new computer program, Mm -hmm. that takes some time. And I got mildly, not 100%, not even moderately, but mildly discouraged. I hit a point where I was like, do I want to do this? Yeah. Because this, I mean, that program, it's a lot. And I'm sure obviously learning about it, just like I still learn things about Lightroom and different photo editing things. Those programs are so expansive Mm -hmm. that, I mean, I'm sure even pros still learn things from time to time. They're just like, oh, wow, it does this too? Yeah. Yeah, those programs are nuts. I remember learning how to use InDesign just in a fairly basic sense. I had a typography class when I was in college and uh, that was all we used. And then oh, okay. I had no idea going into it. I thought I knew what typography was. I was like, oh, yeah, we're going to like draw letters and it's going to be like an Instagram of yeah. cool looking type. It was not like that at all. It was like you're going to learn how to format calendars and books. And it's like this. This is what typography really is. I was oh, like, yeah. oh, <laughs> that's what this is. That yeah. cost that cost was rough. That was really. Yeah, that was one of the most. Um, the teacher was, you know, she was a kind lady, but that was one of the most critiqued classes oh. I've ever been in as far as art classes goes, because oh. really it's more of a design class. Yeah. And so she's like, she's like, no, no, no. Like, why, why are you doing all this? There, okay. there are a lot of people who try to get really creative Yeah. and you're like, and it, it's just really, it's an interesting, it's an interesting art form or design form because you can you can get creative absolutely but you can't go too much outside of the realm of like what we know a book is yeah and so you you know you start throwing in like every other word is like gigantic and then switching fonts and all of a sudden your your shit is is dead you're like oh my god what is this no yeah so interesting stuff it is interesting i yeah i don't even know I'm just like thinking about all the little things I've learned about it and just the simple things. Like when I first opened it up, I immediately shut it, closed it out. I was like, (laughs) no, maybe there's something else. Why? Because it was just overwhelming. There Mm. were all these, like when I think about the first time it opened up, there's all on like the left hand side. And I know this is really maybe not smart to explain over a podcast, but you know, there's all of these controls, all the tools, all the tools. And there's like, what? 25. Yeah. But Uh, you you don't really use Photoshop either though, huh? No. Yeah. I use Lightroom. Yeah. This is, and so maybe now I'll be good at Photoshop. You'll be much more comfortable with it because now I'm good. I'm a little bit, and I, I, I've scratched the surface of InDesign. I haven't even, but the beautiful part of it is once I got comfortable with it and I was, 
you know, I forced, I had to force myself to sit. And I, at first I thought I'm going to make myself sit there for two hours. Mm -hmm. And then before I even sat down one Saturday morning, I was like, I'm going to give myself an hour. I'm going to be graceful with myself Mm -hmm. because my learning type is if I don't understand it, I tend to avoid it for a little while and then I'll come back to it. Mm -hmm. So I knew if I forced myself for two hours, I would sit there for two hours, but I might, I might be like on my phone or I might keep taking little breaks at my desk or something just Mm -hmm. because I'd be avoiding it. So if I give myself a good hour where I'm just focused on it and maybe a little bit more open-minded and, and I, this, this is what I do with my students, but you give them a shorter amount of time and Mm -hmm. they know it's the reward, like the, okay, I'll be done in an hour is more tangible. You can foresee it a little bit because it's sooner. Sure. And so I did, but then I ended up on there for like an hour and a half to hour and 45 minutes because I was a lot more calm going into it and was actually more receptive to just learning about little things and going on YouTube and watching little tutorials here and there, which I don't always like to do. Yeah. Not that person that likes to go, but I, I did feel more open to it at that time. Yeah. You know, and so that was, it was a Saturday morning well spent just learning it. And then once I learned it and I started putting in my hard copies and transferring them into there um, and having some fun with it, I realized, oh, wait, I could I could put make the layout like this, which mm-hmm. let's say I was working from draft one. Sure. And I started changing it up in, in design. I was like, well, that's actually now, you know, draft seven. Yeah. It's a whole different thing. Yep. But it was exciting because once it was there, it became so much more real. Mm-hmm. I mean, every step has been real. It's been, and now that I'm starting to talk about it, because I'm, I'm like, I'm, I'm nervous telling the podcast universe this, I guess, for some reason. Mm. But anyway, because I'm, I'm close to this. I really am excited about this. Sure. Anyway, so when we first started it, we were in La Jolla. It was right after Mallory posted on Instagram about the Say Thanks More thing when mm-hmm. she like... Or when she had posted a gratitude list and tagged me in it. And I was like, oh, we're starting a movement. This is awesome. And I was super inspired. And then I woke up one morning and started just drawing out ideas for journals. Mm -hmm. And um, I drew out one or two ideas out there and started like making a to-do list of all the things I needed to do. So since then, which that was two and a half months ago now, I think, Mm -hmm. um, I have made the hard copies that was the next step and then went into the InDesign thing and have been doing that for maybe two or three weeks now working on InDesign yeah and coming up with a layout that I really like and the one that I ended up really liking wasn't even one that I had a hard copy for which oh yeah which is it's just cool it's just cool to see that progression like you said yeah um and the growth and it's funny because once Every time I figured out, so I had the first one and I remember telling you, look, this is it. This is everything I want. And then you're like, uh, okay, keep making them. Yeah. Like, keep coming up with new or like, you know, cause I'd had, oh, that's a step I didn't say. Sorry. I'm a little scatterbrained. But before I actually made all of the, the hard copy drafts, I had sketched them all out. Right. And I didn't say that, but that was a really good way for me to check them off. So I had draft one in drawn out and then I made it and then put it in InDesign. Yeah. Basically. No, I get you. 
And so when I when I made that hard copy, I was like, that's it. I don't need to make it the other four. And oh, you're yeah. like, no, you need to do it. Yeah. And it was really easy to do. It wasn't hard. It was really fun to sit with a pencil and fold up computer paper and just sure. do it, you know. But every time I made the next one, like the next generation, you could say, mm-hmm. it was the one. I was like, this is it. This is the one. Yeah. But then once I got into InDesign, I was like, I don't know. I'm not attached to any of these at, at all anymore. Yeah. And then I started putting them in InDesign and none of them were really feeling right. And then I started messing around with the one that I currently printed. And mm-hmm. that was like, yes, okay, I have that feeling like that yeah. this is what I want to go with right now. Yeah. So in this phase of the process, we just put one together which yeah. we're going to, after this podcast, probably take it out of the book press that you have. That's right. We just popped that bad boy in the book press, the same book press that uh, pressed together uh, Brick and Stick long ago. Mm-hmm. And uh, also the same book press that <clears throat> pressed together that Gerald Peters book that uh, yeah. once I printed it off the internet. Yeah. So the book press, that was something I learned. Another thing I learned in college because I had a bookmaking class. <laughs> and um, that was one of those classes that I was like, I don't know how this is ever going to come in handy. And then, you know, it comes in handy from it's, it's cool from time to time to be like, Oh yeah, making something into a book would be great. So that was, that was great class. But, uh, absolutely about the whole design process. I just told you to keep going because I just remember, you know, in just various projects, it's like you get the first draft and you're like, okay, this is perfect. Like this is it. And, so much of it, like you said, you were like kind of attached to the first one and and then you get like attached to the second one. And I just drew, you know, a logo for someone the other day and you came, I came up with the first one. I was like, all right, cool. This looks good. Mm -hmm. And then they're like, eh, I don't really like it. And then, you know, your initial reaction, if you're attached to it is like, yeah, yeah, but it's good. (laughs) And then, but especially when you're designing for other people, then it comes back to, it's like, well, it's designing just like, if you're producing for someone else or anytime you're working for someone sure. else, it's just a, it's a service job. And you're just like, all right, it's not like, it's my job to make whatever you want the best that I can make it. Yeah. So absolutely. So I get that, but I think it's good to, by doing so many iterations, that's how you get kind of detached from the thing because you're like, okay, well I made that. Yeah. But I also made this and this and this and this. So now, yeah. now they're all, you know, divinely perfect because I've touched all of them. So <laughs> let's figure out which one's the most perfect and then we'll go from there. Yeah. I forget what class it was that I had. And, but the teacher was, he talked about something like that. Something like, I know you're never going to want to throw like any of these things away because right? you've made them. But trust me, like some are not as good as others and just go with the ones that are better. Right. And I'm like, all right. All oh, right. I, I get that. But the cool, I think a cool thing about today, as opposed to, you know, six years ago, seven years ago, before uh, Instagram was really popping like that, yeah, is now you can literally document your whole process. And, yeah. and each one of those things could be, could, can bring even more value than just the idea of like getting you to the next step. It can also be like a piece of content for you. Sure. And it could you know, you can get feedback along the way type thing. Yeah. And it's funny that you say that because I've this whole time, like I've gotten up early, obviously in the mornings and I've sat and it's been some of my favorite mornings have been working on these journals. Mm -hmm. So I haven't done it in a couple of weeks where I'm getting up early and working on those specifically. Yeah. 
But like last month, I'd be waking up and I had it set to where like Monday and Wednesday mornings, no, Tuesday and Thursday mornings, I'd wake up early, I would do my morning pages, and I would sit at my desk with coffee and I would sit and draw them out or mm-hmm. put them on the, like make the hard copies. Sure. And that was so fun. And like I would sit there and I, I'd get one done and I'd be like, oh, I have you know, 10 more minutes, I could try and knock out another. And I'm like, no, <laughs> like, but I'd be so motivated yeah. and excited. And I was like, oh, I just want to sit and do an Instagram story and document this mm-hmm. or whatever. And, but you were keeping them top secret, I was keeping them top secret. I and know so it. it, it was kind of like, I want to document this, but not, but the beauty of it is I did save them. And so now that's part of the reason I was like, okay, I'm ready to podcast about it. Cause I think I'm ready to start because I'm ready to start generating some interest in them. Sure. Um, and now I get you. How do you think these journals are going to add value to people's lives? Oh, well, um, oh my gosh, that's a really good question. It is a good question. It's just like, how do I answer that concisely? But well, okay. Um, a, B or C <laughs> people, a, people like writing and they can write in this journal. Okay. B, uh, gratitude is a helpful aspect to have in life and helps you live a more satisfied and happy life. So that will be a good reason for them to get it. Or C, um, you just want to kill trees and you think people like dead trees. Well, I would say all of the above. No, wow. Oh kidding. my gosh. Just kidding. Even C? No. Wow. Not C. That That's was horrific. A joke. That a is horrific. Wow. Um, a and B. And the, the thing that I, because, okay. When anybody is coming to me with any kind of issue, uh-huh. um, my first thing that I tell them or I ask them if we're having a heart to heart and they're asking for advice, mm-hmm. so typically it'd be like my mom or my sister or my best friends. Mm-hmm. But the first thing I'll ask them would be, are you journaling about it? Do you journal? Like, do you have some form of um intimate expression with yourself mm-hmm. that you can start working through these, like letting yourself see what your thoughts are and maybe help organize them. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and some people don't like to write. They don't like to journal, but they love to draw or they sure. love to make music or certain things like that. That's their intimate self-expression. And mm-hmm. I, I find that, and I'm very much an, uh, you know, I'm sensitive to emotions and I value my emotions and so maybe too much, maybe sometimes. Yes. Thank you. Thank you for pointing that out. But You're I, welcome. But I just because when I was growing up, I was always told I was sensitive mm-hmm. by my parents, like not. And they didn't ever mean it to be something that I was self-conscious of. They meant it because they wanted me to learn about what that meant like if my brother picked on or picked on me but if my brother says something mean to me and i immediately started crying well you're mm-hmm. sensitive marie like you need to learn how not to be mm-hmm. but i wasn't and i think my mom did try to give me tools but i didn't always understand because that first thing that they said to me being sensitive always kind of made me feel like that wasn't right to be mm-hmm. sensitive and so when i got older and around like my college years and um took a college a general not general education but just an elective writing Mm -hmm. course um and he talked about the beauty of writing for like mental health sure not that i i didn't feel like i struggled so much with mental health but that was something that i realized really helped me understand my own emotions Mm -hmm. i think it's important for people to understand what's going on with themselves yeah um and so 
writing's just a big part of that for me. And so I just encourage it, even for people that don't like writing, because sometimes you don't even realize what you have inside. Sure. And I don't know. So that's that's to, to answer part A. I think that that adds a lot of value. And I'm trying to make this journal something where, yes, there's things to help you with listing gratitudes and different things like that. But I also wanted to make it open to your free flowing stream of consciousness sure so it's not just like a prompt on every page necessarily right yeah right it's it's not too i hope not too overwhelming so it's kind of set up in a way to let people just mm -hmm. have some free free flowing thoughts in there get some good ideas exactly generate some uh some new business ideas anything i mean whatever you whatever um write a nice impromptu story Mm -hmm. uh journal a dream journal any yep Wow, jeez, you could use it for all those. You could use it for anything. Jeez. Um, and and it's funny because you were talking about your logo, and yep. doing that for somebody else. So, at the phase I'm at right now, not that I'm not that I'm making this specifically for somebody else and their vision, but mm-hmm. I'm pressing the books. So I'm gonna press four books, mm-hmm. and I'm gonna distribute them to some close people. Mm-hmm. Myself included, because I want to try and use it and see how I like this format, I guess sure. you could say. Yeah. Um, so I'll give those to three other people who I trust and who can be really critical and honest with me. Mm-hmm. Not that I'll be like, this is amazing. And that's it. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. I understand like what I made, I feel will work really well for me. Sure. But I want to hear from you and I want to hear from a couple other people of how this is going to work for them and yeah. do this research and development thing. So that's my next step, but I'm definitely, I'm excited about it, but yeah. I'm like, I gotta, I, this, like, like I said, I'm attached to this. Yeah. So I have to just get myself okay with hearing that it didn't work so well for somebody sure. or, you no, know, you just, certain you, parts of it. You, you have to probably go beyond just being okay with it and you have to like actively embrace like all right sure like tell me tell me something that that you want different about it yeah and if and if someone can't come up with something that's fine you know but uh it's i think that's the best way to be is just be completely open to it just like i want to hear the brutal honest truth like tell me tell me anything that crossed your mind about it yeah and um and then you you know you take that for for what you will you decide whether or not that feedback is is something you feel like needs to get integrated or doesn't because just because someone's like i think the lines are a little too close but no one else says it i mean you don't necessarily have to fix that you know what i mean that's true but uh but it's good to keep an open mind and to be uh willing to especially if someone has like a specific thing and they're like hey you know i mean it may be cool if if, uh, on this page there was like a blah 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 and you're like yeah that would be cool sure so i think that's good i think it's a it's a great idea to get it out there and um what do you call it i mean that's market research right yeah 100 percent. exactly yeah so yeah i'm super stoked i'm i'm excited about this and i you know going back to adding value through gratitude i mean that's the whole point i was just talking to someone on instagram the other day um asking me you know why why this, why the gratitude movement or whatever. Yeah. Or say things more movement. I just said, because honestly, it's something that has really given me a lot of not just motivation, but I find that the the more grateful I am, the more momentum I have as I, you know, try to achieve my goals, but also when I'm trying to help other people. Like if we start off with 
talking about what we're grateful for, it always comes out better than it would have if we hadn't. Like, I don't know. Sure. I don't know if that makes any sense, but... Um, it's like a life hack. It's a life hack. Yeah, and I get you. It's one of those... I remember when I was younger, I would... I Like, if I'd go through a hard time, and my mom was always the one that would remind me, you know, write down your gra- your gratitudes. Like, what are you grateful for? Because mm-hmm. she and I have just both been really big on that. Um, and I owe a lot of the influence of this to her. Mm-hmm. Um, but... I remember being like, you know, when you're, especially when you're in your early twenties and then your late teens, like you don't want to hear that. Sometimes you're just like, no, mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I want to be mad just cause I'm mad. Hmm. Um, and I think still sometimes too. <laughs> oh, wow. Um, but I mean, like, I remember being in my early twenties dealing with things that you go through in your early twenties, like breakups and, you know, just stuff like that. And, uh, friendships ending or whatnot. And my mom reminding me to be grateful and me being like, no, I don't want to. And at one point she made a comment. She's like, why? Cause that's the easy way to do it. Like, mm-hmm. and it, and I just, I remember being like, I guess it is kind of just like, it's not, once you get through the mental block of it, it's really the easiest way to start changing your emotions in your mind. Oh yeah. Um, versus like, if you're upset about something and you, it's hard for you to just tell yourself, I just want to be happy, be happy, be happy. Just be happy. I mean, yes, but if you start thinking of the things you're grateful for. No, it's, yeah, It I agree. helps that, like, it's like a chemical shift in your brain. Yeah, absolutely. You refocus your attention mm-hmm. from, like, be happy, be happy, which is, like. Just per, reinforcing. Which is pretty, I mean, to, to just, yeah, tell yourself, be happy over and over again is okay. I mean, it's a, it's better than be mad, be mad. Um, but to actually find something that you're happy about through gratitude and be like, oh man, wow, at least I do have clean water and at least I can eat some food tonight and I have a bed to sleep in. Oh man, I'm grateful for all those things. And you're like, okay, well, I guess, you know, at the end of the day, even if everyone else sucks today, it's going to be okay. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Wow. Wow. On that note. There you go. I'd say this has been a good talk. I'd say so too. Thank you for, uh, thanks for having me. Hey, you're welcome. (laughs) And now uh, we're going to go take the gratitude journal first edition out of the uh, book press and, and see how it's holding up. Yeah. Yeah, man. I'll make sure I, uh, take a video, but it's not going to go on the stories just yet. No, 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 not yet. (laughs) Well, very good. All right. On that note. My name is Mark Little. And I'm Marie Murataya. And this episode was brought to you by the wonderful, fantastic, and fabulous people at Bean Chata. When horchata just won't do. Bean Chata is a drink for you. Fully endorsed by Justin Bieber. Adios. <laughs>